I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, AfterBuzzers? Welcome back to the Hightown After Show, where we break down all things Hightown. I'm your moderator, Gabriela Castanilla. And after a very necessary and little hiatus, we are finally back. And we are going to be talking about episodes four and five. And we're missing a couple people. Carla couldn't be here, neither could Div. We are going to miss them this episode, but me and Monty are gonna hold it down until next week when they come back. Monty, how are you doing? I'm so good, ready to talk about this show. It's been so long, so much has happened. Uh, can't wait to get into it. I know, I think we should get right into it. We're gonna be talking, you know, overall just about how the characters developed in each episode. Um, like you said earlier, Monty, that the, the episodes four and five go hand in hand. So let's just get yeah. right into it. Let's talk about Jackie and, you know, how she's doing um, from episode four to five. Monty, what did you think? Like, my shirt says, let's whine about it because Jackie really made me, like, want to have several glasses of wine. You know, you have so much hope with her in episode four because you see that she's trying and not just trying with her meetings, but with work, she puts in that great idea to catch that guy that, where she's like, let's go all the way to Rhode Island and let's take, take them all down. And you just have like this hope. It's like, oh my gosh. And then you meet Yvonne, the like love of her life that, you know, forgot about her because of how terrible she is. And you have all this hope. And then just because she has a good day at work and gets her job back and she starts partying again, I was like, I'm done. I'm done, Jackie. I'm done with you. I could. I was so upset that that happened literally overnight. Overnight. Yeah, it was so refreshing to see her do the right thing and make the right decision to get her life on track. You're like, finally, rehab worked. Everything worked. You know, she's just grateful to have her job back. And, you know, it's like almost everything, like you said earlier, was, you know, falling together. And then all of a sudden it falls apart. And you're like, okay, I'm sick of it now. I'm like, I don't, I don't feel bad for you if you get in trouble. And you kind of see her going in that direction right away after, you know, she gets her way. I think that the whole Krista situation is really, is really messing her up. And, you know, like she said to her, her ex-girlfriend who she's trying to get back, you know, it's really messing me up. And she didn't listen to that. Um, yeah. I think what was the hardest thing for me was, you know, Krista would still be alive and a lot of things, you know, Jackie's actions have so many consequences that she doesn't realize, you know, a simple drink at the bar to celebrate her work. She could have gotten pulled over and she's not supposed to be driving or, you know, you know, any little thing. And I think what was really hard for her, you know, Krista could have been alive if she was sober and was doing what she was supposed to be doing and helped her if her phone was on. You know, what did you think when you saw that Krista would be like, you? did you feel like that was gonna happen? When Krista called her or when, when what? Yeah, like, did you feel that was going to happen, like, that she wasn't going to get to Krista in time, that, you know, her actions were leading her down the wrong road, or that she was going to get to her, and then Krista gets killed, and you're just like, oh, crap, like, was that a surprise I, to you? It, I was surprised at how quickly it kind of all unraveled for her. I was expecting her to, like, show up at the hotel, and maybe Krista be gone, and that she was going to still be, like, chasing her, you know, or, like, looking for her. It did catch me off guard that it was, like, that's it. She... You, you messed up one night and like you just said, and Krista was killed. It just was like, dude, you couldn't, you couldn't just have like a couple drinks. Like, listen, okay, you celebrated. You had a couple shots. Go ahead, okay. But you didn't have like a couple shots. You, you got smashed, did, went back to doing your coke, went back to doing everything. You even had a naked dude sleeping um, right next to you. And, you know, we all got to see that. So thanks, Jackie, literally just 
ruined it for so many for so many of us. But I was super, super surprised at what happened with Krista at the end of that episode. I was like, whoa, this is get you felt bad before. This is gonna affect you even more. But in reality, I was like, I I felt like Yvonne, that whole that I love that. I love that story of Yvonne and Yvonne seeing her and like being shocked at how good she was doing and believing her. It was such a crushing moment. I was just like, Jackie, it, it's all about you. It's all about you, isn't it? Even that's, even in the worst of times, it's all about you. That's a great point. That's that sums it up perfectly is it's all about her all the time. And like you said, Yvonne, you know, it's kind of represents the audience, I feel like, with saying, wow, this is such a shock. This is such a new side of Jackie that we haven't seen. I'm going to believe it. And we all did believe it. And we were like, yes, maybe this is where it gets good, like for her. And she, you know, she goes down the crime path of where she's, you know, looking for, you know, all the stuff that she's been looking for. Right. And then it just takes a turn so quickly just because she gets a little bit of a small victory, you know, and she shouldn't have a beer because she was no. trying to be sober, you know, and that was, but that's also her her prerogative always is just to have a good time and that's always I feel like going to be deep down Jackie no matter what she's a messed up person and like you said now she's even more messed up so I'm nervous for how dark it's going to get for her um in the next couple episodes yeah uh, you know speaking of very dark like like you said that death was like very intense and I what did you think of that scene so part of me was like a little bit happy that Junior didn't do it himself, right? Because he he technically didn't do it. He was there. He was a part of it, hundred percent. But right. I was a little happy when it was like started. It seemed like it wasn't going to happen, and that they were going to leave or maybe take her with with them. Uh, but when Ozito grabbed that iron and just put an end to Krista Collins, I I was like. But why am I surprised? In the first 90 seconds of the pilot, Osito shot Sherry in the face. So yeah. why was I surprised? But I, I was shocked. Um, I I enjoyed it. Like I was, it, it was a good shock value. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. It yeah, was I yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a very it was a very brutal, gory, intense way to die. It, like it, it yeah, it was very good to watch. It was such a good scene with Junior and Osito, and they all played such a good role, but it was very hard watch because you really like that like that character Krista she said she was going back to rehab the next week and you thought that she was going to improve and then you know she gets killed and I thought it was interesting the scene with Osito and Junior in the car um Osito kind of just showed his human side and was like you Mm -hmm. know it's okay to be messed up that was really messed up in there what did you think of seeing his human side because like you said the first 90 seconds we're scared of him in the pilot and from then on we've only seen you know him act so tough and then all of a sudden he's like it's okay, Junior, to be super messed up, which Junior is. So what did you think? I thought that was a great scene. Like you just said, we we only saw the darkness in Osito. And then for like a small brief moment with Junior, we saw th- why he is who he is. You know, he, he was like, the first time I killed somebody, I was 15. 15. And to say that, and then and then he said something that was that sat with me where he was like, the dude that I killed, like, was in my nightmares so many times, but I can't tell, you can't tell anybody that because gangsters don't feel like that. Gangsters yeah. shouldn't have that type of feeling. And then he said, but one day you're going to wake up and you're going to think of breakfast. And it's just like, oh my goodness, like, what a, what a good way to understand why he is who he is right now in that situation with Junior. And if anything, it gave Junior... I don't want to say confidence, but comfort. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, I totally, I totally agree. Um, 
I think it's nice to see how his like how his character is developed and like who he is as a person, you know, his background a little bit. I think it's important that all of them get, you know, a good good amount of time in each episode to figure out who they are and why they are the way they are. Um, obviously Jackie's the most complicated character and, and you know we've seen that but it's nice to see you know side characters showing their you know their history and their background I feel so bad for Junior oh I he's such a sweet I feel like such a sweet guy and wants the best for everyone and oh I know that you were the one right Monty like the first couple episodes you were like oh I love him like I'm rooting for him I want him to be better was that yeah I, yeah, I, you want you want him to come out of this. You want him to come out of that world. You could tell that he's trying to be like a good dad, trying to make amends, trying to stay sober, and w- which we see it's hard for so many people. Even Krista, eventually, she was like, how I don't know, she said she was like 45 days, 60 days, and she gave in. You know how hard it is, and you just want to root for him, and you can tell that, like, he wants to do good and that he wants to help, and, like, it was such... A blow honestly like in those in these two episodes we saw him go from that guy that you could be proud of that he's your your partner and your baby daddy to a guy where you're like how did how did you become this but that world he's in it's it's hard to get out of it yeah it's almost impossible to trap once you're in and you know too much that's it you either die you know or you stay in yeah it and you die while you're in it it's just it's it's sad and it's heartbreaking. You know, he's trying to make amends with the parents of the, you know, his mother. It's, it's hard. And then that last scene in uh, episode five where he's crying and you're just like, oh, I feel so bad. That must, that's going to change him too. It's the same thing with Jackie. It's like the, both of their hearts break over the same person for different reasons. Isn't that right. like, and they're still connected, which is, and is it's so connected. And like, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but he's like the whole time been trying to protect Jackie. Like, the whole time he's like, no, 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 you don't need to kill this girl. No, 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 it's fine, no big deal. The whole time he's like telling her to stay away because he knows how bad these guys are, and he's been protecting her the whole time, and also protecting his uh, his girl. You know what? I'm losing her name. Donna, Donna, and Donna, Donna, Donna. Uh, he's protecting Donna by not telling her the situation, and then you you kind of struggle where you're like why don't you tell her? Cause then maybe you two could like pack up your stuff and go. Maybe she'd be like, you know what? Let's get out of here, honey. Let's go down. We'll go to Chicago. We'll go to LA. But he, he's trying to protect everyone. And it just ended in the like worst possible way for him to, you know, see what exactly Osito and Frankie are all about. He didn't want that, but now he's in it. Yeah, I had a feeling that Jackie was gonna be there when Osito and Junior were there. Do you know, like, right? Her when her and ja- uh, when uh, Jackie and her friends were going to, you know, walking down the street, I I thought they were gonna like catch a ride or something and make it there at the same time, and it was gonna be a complete, you know, shit show. But uh, it ended up being a shit show for Krista and not yeah until you know the next morning, which is really heartbreaking. Um, yeah, and then I wanted to talk about you know Renee and Ray what their whole their whole uh falling in love deal I mean they were both supposed to be doing it for you know undercover reasons Renee was doing it you know for her what is, is that just baby daddy is that what you call Frankie I don't know yeah her yeah her, her baby daddy for sure baby yeah, daddy I mean, who sometimes gives her money not all the time but sometimes sometimes they still hook up in jail something like that. <laughs> something something like it, it, yeah some it's definitely has its own title what they have going on dude like I just can't Jackie stresses me out and she upsets me because 
I want her to do well and I want her to get out of these troubles that she's in because you know she's like I know she saw a dead body but her troubles are like you like to do drugs and you like to do alcohol but you have a lot of going for you you have a good job you guys are friends you got a girl that loves you and then there's Ray and Ray I just want to get him and I'm gonna he is just a joke he's a player he he I don't I don't trust him I don't I don't trust him I know they're insinuating that he's like falling for Renee and that she is falling for him and I'm not saying he's not it's just that if it came down to it I think he would pick himself over protecting Renee and like I just I think even if it's true it's like he's not gonna go full in you know what I mean to the emotional side of falling in love with Renee and I Ooh, he's so frustrated. I can't stand him. I know he's like really cute to Frankie Jr. Like that was precious taking them to see Dirty Dancing. Like super, super cute. But no, she, he still sees her as his informant. And Did she sees know? him as like, oh, something's happening here. Like we're we're starting to really like each other, you know? But he doesn't see it like that. No, she's still his informant. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, cause at that, during that scene where he goes to the car and he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Ray? And he talks to himself. I don't know if he's questioning if like him going to the mechanic shop or if he's questioning him falling in love, you know, with, Mm -hmm. you know, with Renee. I I don't know. I thought you must love her or her son because you let him pee on you, you know, while he was doing that, that scene. I was like, you must have something, but also he might be playing a really good part. He's very manipulative and you know mm-hmm. I didn't like that scene where he was really really rough with um I don't know that guy's name he works for Osito he's one of the dealers he's a smaller oh, yes um the one that he went undercover yeah yeah that sentiment I agree I was like you're playing with him just the way you play with everybody it's like he even told him he's like oh I was a boy scout too and the guy got so excited and was like what troop were you in and it was like oh I'm lying to you I'm just trying to get you to do what I want Right. And you're like, dude, this dude just got his ass whooped and you didn't even care. You were ready for him to get killed by what's by the other white skinny dude. Krizzle? Krizzle? Shrizzle? Oh <laughs> it's one like of those names. He said it's an Eminem looking one. Yes. I mean, his name is Sean. Like his name is Sean, but they call him Krizzle or something. Yeah, uh, yeah he's he's so frustrating. And like they they have hinted to us that he has a past of doing this. You know, with Sherry, with the other female cop uh, that said something to him. Like, it just seems like he has this this bad rep and he keeps getting away with it. And I, I swear, if he gets away with this all the way through and nothing, nobody beats him a little bit, I'm going to be upset. He needs to get, like, his, his butt beat up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, he needs to be put back in his place and realize he needs to not be a dirty cop and use people. Like you said, yeah. you know, with the kid that's because you knew became the informant was like, hey, let me just, you know, why don't we put a wire on him? He's completely, you know, manipulating his emotions and he's a recovering drug addict, clearly. And it's even sad, you know, Ray's partner goes and saves him in the bar and then he's like, did I do good? And it's like, oh, your heart breaks. What a sweet man. He's like, yeah, you did good. And Ray doesn't even care. He's going to let him, he, I feel like he would have let him just get beat. That would have been it. Yes. Oh, if his partner didn't stop him, his partner wanted to get out of the car a lot sooner than Ray let him. I totally agree. Ray would have been okay if that dude was near death. And he wasn't. He just got beat up real bad. But like, dude, you gotta, man, there has to be some sort of goodness out of this. And I don't see any goodness. And and with Jackie, the difference is like, you want to, you see the goodness. She's trying to save Krista. Like, despite everything spiraling out, she's still thinking of Krista. And it's like, Ray, who are you thinking of? Because I don't see any good coming out of all this bad that you're doing. Like his partner said, you know, his 
partner's a family man and he's not and if you want to go and mess things up and that's on you but don't involve me and like you said he's always for himself and so I think that might just carry on throughout the rest of the series and something needs to happen where he gets put back in his place or gets caught because it's just he just takes advantage of everyone just to figure out whatever information he can and it's it is very frustrating because you see all these vulnerable people um you know do you think no go ahead do you do you think they're gonna end up together do you think that's that's what the writers or like the showrunners wanted the audience to feel for us to want them together because I don't want them together I like Renee I think Renee super is great is a great mom like you know she's she, she mentioned that she was getting high when she was pregnant early on but she hasn't she's taking care of her kid she stands up for herself like I like her right. I don't want them to end up together do you want them to end up together um no not really but I also don't want her with Frankie either and you know and she tells Frankie like oh you know about that thing I think she's gonna tell him that she's not doing it anymore and I think she's gonna end things but it scares me because he wants to see her in person he seems like he would be very pissed off very quickly about you know her you know giving up on him and Frankie seems like a decent guy at times you know like when he wanted to talk to his son it's just a very complicated love situation I don't know I don't know if they're going to end up together or not. I'm curious. I think that they both have feelings and it's gone way too far for an informant, obviously in a relationship like that. With yeah. Officer. But um, what do you think? I, I guess I don't want them to end up together. You would have to, you would have to put Ray in a Prince Charming outfit for the next four episodes and like convince me. But if we're just going to see the same Ray and I don't care if he gets Osito, if he gets Frankie, I don't care. I don't like him and I don't want him to have a happily ever after because I don't think he deserves it. At the same time, you're right. I don't want Renee to end up with Frankie either. I think Renee needs to like get Frankie Jr. and pack up her stuff and get out of there because whatever Frankie finds out about what's happening with her and Ray, you know, it's not going to go well. You know, there's, there's no way Frankie is just going to be like, oh, it's okay. I'm not going to do anything to her. She is my baby mama, but I don't think Frankie would just sit back and let her be happy and free she's gonna have to take off and I don't think it's gonna happen I just really hope they don't end up together that's just what I don't want yeah I think there's gonna be a, um, a complete 180 I guess you could say like with the for the next couple episodes like I think a lot of stuff is gonna happen just because you know it ended so seriously and so many you yeah. know Krista dying changes a lot of things for a lot of people and um, I think it's going to be a mess a little bit, but that's, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how these characters handle it and, you know, what happens from here on out. Um, I think, like you said, I think you made the prediction a couple episodes ago saying that they're all going to meet up or inter like one day just end up being at the, set at the same place, which I thought was going to happen. Um, yeah. Just a motel room, but I'm curious to see if it's going to happen these next couple episodes. Um, a lot of cussing and violence is going to be happening and speaking of cussing and violence you have yeah. a little game for us to play and it's called f-bomb f-bombs so did you not think that when you watched the show weren't you like man that's a lot of f-bombs and every variation of an f-bomb uh so i decided to count how many f-bombs were thrown in episode four and five and any variation of the f-bomb so not just you know it could be plural it could be an action it could be <laughs> added as a descriptive word whatever i counted it so how many do you, ballpark in one episode episode four how many do you think they said what's the rating this show has is it rated r it's, 
it's our and it's stars and i think it's like a you know i think it's sunday night is when it's released so it's like right. yeah okay because yeah i know there's a certain limit like to pg-13 um i'm gonna well I'll oh rated r because you see a lot of uh stuff going on this is the past couple episodes where that was shocking okay f-bombs um I'm in just one episode and it's the roughly oh, around one, the same one, number in one episode okay. how much, roughly about the same number too i'm gonna say 80. girl you are right on the money if we were right next to each other i would pour you a shot of tequila because that was beautifully <laughs> done uh in episode five and maybe i missed one or two but i was like diligent so episode four i counted 79 f-bombs or variation of it and, and in episode better. I every episode five eighty one. Oh, I was right in the middle. I was that was that was the medium, so it was perfect. That was perfect, and so I decided to do a little research on f bombs and movies and stuff. For a PG thirteen movie, you can only have one f bomb, and it cannot be used as a verb. It has to be just the word. You okay. know what I mean? Like you can't be using it as a verb or using it sexually. No, that makes it an automatic R rating. So for a PG-13, you get to use one F-bomb and just the F-word definitive, that's it. Uh, but I was like, let's see what movies have the most F-bombs because this is like more than an F-bomb a minute if you think about it. It's like a 60-minute episode. Yeah. We got 80 f It's more than one per minute. So I decided to look it up. If And I'm, I'm only going to talk about because there there's one documentary about swear words. So that one has the most, like, yes, yes. But if for a scripted movie... We well, most of us have seen it, but it is listed that the Wolf of Wall Street oh, yeah. has the most f bombs, and it's it's a lot. People argue around the number, but it's definitely over five hundred. They say it's five hundred and sixty nine f bombs in one hundred and eighty minutes. That's like yo. Do that, you say that, anything else? They're using the f words as commas at that point. I know. <laughs> But I think about it when I saw Wolf of Wall Street, I was like, oh yeah, but I didn't notice it as much as I noticed it in Hightown. Maybe, Maybe. because Hightown is only an hour. So like, I, I don't know, but I didn't feel like that in Wolf of Wall Street when I watched it. Maybe Wolf of Wall Street, like it's because you're expecting it because there's so much like goring, like there's a lot of goriness and just raunchiness and stuff going on that you're like, oh, F-bombs are the, like the least thing that you're paying attention to but I think in Hightown is some a lot of, you know a lot of the times it's very mellow and so you're like oh wow okay Jackie's using that a lot or they're using that word a lot I think there's a couple shows that you know shows that I've watched I'm like oh, okay they're saying it a lot for uh, each sentence but yeah that is crazy it is crazy so Wolf of Wall Street is number one and then the second movie is Summer of Sam which I've never seen it and it drops to 435 but the rest of them are about 400 ish like Casino, 422, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler, 408, and Straight Outta Compton, 392. So Wolf of Wall Street has a, like, a, lot, a lot more, but it is a longer movie, too. Right. I feel like we forget that it's like three hours long and other movies are not that long. But Casino's long. I don't know how long Straight Outta Compton is, but yeah. F-bombs all over the place, girl. There is going to be so many more. I uh, I actually like that game. That was interesting. And I like that I got so close. I, I, was, got, I, thought got I, on it. I thought I was being too generous. I was like, no, maybe not. I see. I don't notice them as much as I noticed the naked scenes. And did you notice the scene with the naked guy? Who that guy is? Have you ever seen Orange is the New Black? Yes. He's the guard in Orange is the New Black. He's one of them. 
the white guy with the mustache? Uh huh. He's one of the birds in Orphan Black. Oh. I was like, of course he's playing, you know, a similar role, and he's wearing like a similar uniform. Like, oh, I totally know who that is. Yeah, go back and uh, look up. You'll know exactly who he is. I thought it was interesting. It was like, you know, it's he's playing a similar character and kind of a similar like attitude the character has. So I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool that they did that. I thought he was like, I think I've seen him in Sons of Anarchy, which he play, plays like those white supremacist type. I, if it's the same guy, I'm thinking with Sons of Anarchy and like the motorcyclists and all that. That's who I thought it was. But now I'm going to go back and look at uh, Orange is the New Black and see, because I haven't seen that in so long. But it's like, I, I, I can only think of the other guy that plays the other security guard that sleeps with the girl that goes to how to get away with murder. I yeah. can't even give his name. Oh. But that's who, that's the, the security guard I'm thinking of right now. But yeah that's uh that was that scene i literally was talking to my boyfriend about so much sex in the show and i was like you see you see ladies all over the place like in every episode multiple times i was like not i was like why don't we ever see dudes we never see dudes and he's like nobody wants to see a dude and then we saw the dude and i was and he was like and how was it and i was like unpleasant and he's like exactly nobody wants to see that nobody sees that the way people look at women's bodies it's like and i was like oh yeah it was unpleasant you're right i take it all back i don't want it to be even steven never mind yeah it was uh it's 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 still shocking no matter if it's a boy or girl i'm just like oh oh that's that's how the show is gonna be i'm still i don't think i'll ever get used to it any of the shows um they make it so normal they they try to normalize it yeah so so much it's the natural body so i guess you know that's how it should yeah. be but i think you know over here in america we're not used to that that uh right but i think we're gonna see more of it um so for episodes six and seven which we'll be doing next week um we don't have yeah. any news this week because div is not here and it was a last yeah. minute thing i hope he's doing okay and i hope carla's okay yeah. um but for next week's episode, what do you think, or episodes, what do you think is going to happen? What are your predictions? So there's, this has to hit Jackie real bad. I, I feel like she's going to lose her job that she potentially has uh, right now. There's no, there's no way. If she was already so traumatized and so messed up from Sherry, this really has to like send her over the hill. And I hope that somebody comes to save her. Maybe Ray, it just happens to be at the right place at the right time. Maybe picks up the phone and doesn't do it out of the goodness of his heart because I think he sucks. But maybe he will be her saving anchor in a way of, of her not, you know, completely falling off the grid and completely losing it. I, I'm really worried about Junior. Like there's, I, I think he, in order to get out, he's either going to have to be completely honest with Donna and like pack up and leave or it's gonna just I, I don't I don't even know he might get killed I don't know I don't I don't know I just don't I'm so so worried about him super worried about him and I do think that Renee is developing feelings for Ray I really do I'm not saying Ray isn't so I think we're gonna see more of that I think um like you said maybe Renee is gonna have to talk to Frankie and maybe she's gonna tell Frankie something Thing, but I don't think she's going to be completely honest. I think she will say like, oh, you know, I'm not really talking to him. It didn't work out. Like, I'm not, I'm not into him. Like, it's not, I'm not getting any info, but I don't think she's going to be completely honest because I think she's, she's smart. She's, she might be falling for Ray, but she knows what she's doing. She's going to keep him right here and like, keep testing the waters and keep seeing what Ray can bring to the table. You know? Yeah. Even though what about you? she said, yeah, even though she said, uh, I'm not doing this anymore. 
I'm not going right. to be informed. You know, that's no more. I think that she's just saying that too. I agree. I think, I think she's developing feelings, but I think she's going to keep digging, you know, and if it comes down to it, if say, you know, Frankie gets out in the next couple episodes, I think she is absolutely going to be like, you know, go to Frankie and ditch Ray. So maybe Frank, maybe that's my prediction. Frankie will get out and all hell's going to break loose and she's going to go to Frankie and, you know, spill the beans on everything. And then Ray's going to be shit out of luck. And as far as Jackie, I think she's going to go down a dark hole, like you said, and I'm hoping it's Junior that saves her. Do you know? Okay. Just because they're, they're like best friends. That's, you know, they're best friends. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that's what happens um and that junior does survive because i love his character very much um but i have a feeling that you know my prediction is that a couple episodes and i'm actually really looking for this prediction okay never mind i'm taking it back like you said because he's playing her yeah all right all right i think i could do that okay okay yeah <laughs> all right cool so for next episodes uh those are our predictions if you guys like this after show please don't forget to hit that like button and comment down below what you guys think what are your predictions and if you're in the live chat thank you for interacting with us sorry carla wasn't here to interact with you guys but i know that they're looking her and uh div are looking forward to the next episode monsi where can people find you on social media you can find me across social media at Monsi Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. What about you, Gabby? Awesome. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Gabriella Castanilla and on Twitter at Gabby Castanilla. Thank you guys for watching and we'll buzz you guys later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.